All right, let's move on to our Slate Plus segment, which is about drinking. There was an essay in Medium by someone named Christy Culture that got some attention about how the world is conspired to keep women drunk. To be a modern, urbane woman is to be a serious drinker. Okay, essay aside, let's just think about the issues there. A glass of wine signifies conversation, subversion, that you're a badass, that you're really game, like a whole bunch of things that the modern woman is supposed to be, which if you're a recovering alcoholic, which the writer was, it puts you in kind of a tight spot. Okay, let's – the premise. Do you guys agree that there's kind of a – like a white whiny thing among women, like you're supposed to show you're part of the sisterhood. I definitely get those emails from moms that's like, you know, show up for the wine club. Like we're all going to drink wine together and, you know, and like uh, unwind. Um, unwind. Ooh, that's what I should call the wine club. Unwind. unwind. Anyway, um, or maybe that's, that's the alcoholic right, exactly. post-drinking wine club is unwind. Exactly. Um, do you think that's a thing? Like the modern woman has to drink. Yes, I do. Um, but you do. I, I do, actually. Uh, and it might be an urban thing. I don't think it's has to drink, but is frequently in situations where, uh, like, booze is the thing bringing people together. Um, it's like, I actually, I, I love drinking wine. I love hanging out with my friends. But sometimes it can be frustrating, like, that if you, like, for instance, I'm trying to, like, not drink right now for caloric reasons, not for, you know. Boozy. B- right. But, uh, and it's kind of hard. You have to be like, can we go on a walk? You know, and that's just not what people yeah. want to do after work. Yeah. I, I um, my partner doesn't drink. Uh, and it is, that helps me notice how much drinking there is because I'm always slightly self-conscious. I'm a sort of natural boozer, but I, I hold back so as not to seem like a total lush. Uh, and there, it, it just kind of puts into sort of focus how much of the... We push ourselves so far that it's like the reward or the kind of let me help me get over this is to have a drink. So it's not only like the the go-to social thing. It's also like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. The only way I can numb myself from my like, all I do is work feeling is to have a big cocktail. I That's where she lost me though. I, yeah. I mean, I think it is baked into our culture, but uh, I don't see it at all as problematic as she does. And, you know, she's someone writing, uh, you yeah. know, who, who's in recovery and has obviously a different perspective than I do. But I, I just think it's it's an it's a big leap to say that, um, you know, people are drinking to numb themselves. You split a bottle of wine with someone or a few people because uh, it is a an age old gesture of human bonding and uh, you know, like y- y- people, people do open up more with wine, and I think that is part of why, in mm-hmm. groups of females socializing, it it does become such a part of it. I guess because I tend to drink alone, I know that <laughs> because because my father doesn't drink. Um, I do. I have done that thing where I'm like, okay, I need a drink, which okay. is a weird feeling, and it is numbing is an exaggeration because I really just do have one drink, but. Yeah. And I think it is cult- it's kind of comes from the culture, though. You think, okay, I'm really tired. I'm really kind of out of sorts. This will make me feel better. Whether it will or not, right. we tell ourselves that. Uh, Hannah, I, I guess that you're not much of a boozer. Am I wrong about that? Um, I'm not not much of a boozer. No, that's <laughs> not really true. I think I do not do the thing where I need a drink to unwind. Uh-huh. For me, alcohol, I associate with like 
fun. It doesn't really have any bad associations. I don't really have any alcoholics in my family. It oh. doesn't have an edge for me, I think, for whatever reason. Like, I just don't have personal experience with it. Uh -huh. um, and so it doesn't have much of a downside. And Noreen, because I'm a diabetic, I don't, you know, I generally don't drink beer mm. and wine. I drink hard, hard alcohol because it has no... <laughs> It doesn't have cat like it doesn't yeah. mess with my blood sugar, you know. Um, now David does drink a beer every night, like he drinks the beer with dinner. It's just like how he relaxes. Um, so no, I really like to drink. I just don't. Um, I just don't necessarily. Now I would think Noreen that at this point, as many people are getting high as as having a drink, but right. I guess that's just less social. Like you're not going to a bar. You know, it's like if you're meeting a friend after work, you're going to a bar or something like that. So that's slightly different than going to people's house. Yeah, I I think that well, there's a weird thing in New York where people like don't actually want to have people over to their homes right. that much, right. and so the bar is the natural gathering place. I also think for a lot of people, uh, they they weed weed is something they feel more comfortable doing alone or like mm -hmm. or like the kind of take the edge off feeling is a way that I think a lot of people use that. Yeah, I wondered about that too because since I've left Washington State, it's become, you know, totally legal, not just medicinal. And I know that some of my friends who I, th I think had not s smoked for years or ha had not use marijuana. I'm saying like an ancient uh, high court judge at the moment, the way I'm speaking about it. And they have since it's become legal. But it, I think that's right, that even when there's no illegality, there's not the apparatus for it, like over In dinner. Public. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah, the public, even if it's legal, it's still, there's just no, no I don't know, there's not the obvious thing to do. One of the things that... Yeah, I have an increasing number of friends who do smoke pot, but it's not in the same context as uh -huh. when you get together and drink. Right. One thing that struck me in the essay that, that we were kind of... that sparked this conversation was part of the problem was that she apparently hadn't told her friends that she was in recovery. So a lot of, you know, every time she would like paste uh, a photo on Instagram or a, a status update on Facebook, people would respond alarmingly frequently with like hashtag wine <laughs> like where's the wine in this photo um right right and i think you know but that also is a thing that like if you it's an again it's like a thing that you can do you know i'm very aware of like the common response like here's just like if your friend if your dad likes golf you'll buy him a golf book for the rest of his life you know if if you have friends with whom you you start socializing by boozing, then that's what you'll do. You know, you'll respond wine because like that's how your group gets together. Um, and so it is hard to change how you respond and how you socialize. Uh, well, but that's a separate issue. Well, and I also think that the most interesting part of her essay was when she talked about how wine has become a stand-in for like self-care almost mm. that it's and and actually yes. I buy this that it's it, so when people are saying, you know, hashtag wine, they're not saying like you must be drunk right now. They're yeah. saying like like oh, let yourself have a little fun, yeah. like let loose yeah. and that's what it is. That's what it signifies when, you know, moms want to get together and like have a glass of wine. It's saying no, like we're we're taking time for ourselves away from our children. Yeah. And so I'm in the opposite perspective where like all I have is like hashtag <laughs> wine time and I'm like, All right, that's that's enough of that. But but uh, I do think that that that's not necessarily a bad thing to, I mean, you know, again, like if if you have trouble with alcohol, of course, yes. that is uh, a difficult thing. But to have something that's just a ready signifier of like, um, OK, this is fun time for you. That I don't know. That's not horrible to me. Yeah.
Now, but the question is, is it any different for men? Like, is there, are there fewer pressures on men to get together with their friends and drink or get drunk? Isn't it the same? Like if you, a male alcoholic, a male recovering alcoholic in this person's situation, I bet would face the same kind of pressures, maybe even more so. Yeah, I would think maybe even more so too. Well, one thing I do think is different is that the the like claiming of space. I don't think men have that around drinking as much. Like historically, you know, not in recent history necessarily, but women are not supposed to drink as much. They're not supposed to be out in bars, and so to to sort of claim that um, might be a little bit different. Whereas a guy doesn't have to do hashtag beer if he <laughs> you know is going out with his friends. You mean it's almost like a feminist statement to say uh, I think, we're claiming our female space. I think that's sort of what's going on, and I think that's sort of why it feels different to this writer. Uh huh. I wouldn't. Huh. I don't. I wouldn't like formalize it as claiming a feminist space, but I think it, it feels still minorly rebellious. Yeah, in it's a an way. act of rebellion. In yeah. yeah, right. And so to not partake of that act of rebellion is challenging. Anti-feminist? Not quite. No, it's just. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Don't want to declare that. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's give it a let's give it let's let's give our traditional number. Drinking culture is it sexist? One, not at all. Ten, just the most sexist thing ever. Um, hmm. This well, one's going to be low. Well, we also discussed a very specific segment of drinking culture. If you look at drinking culture writ wide, it's definitely sexist. You know, like if you look at a frat or yeah. you know whatever that that is a sexist culture. But this specific kind of urban like get together and have tabas and wine. Relax, right. Yeah. We're not talking about, yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, so we'll limit it to the, is this specific urbane ur- relaxation <laughs> drinking culture sexist? I'm going to go with a zero to one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm i on a similar, like, I does, like, if the question is, do women drink because patriarchy, I'm going to say no. But if the question is, do women and maybe men drink because capitalism, then that's a maybe. <laughs> uh, what about do women drink because modern feminist pressures? Like there's a pressure to be a certain kind of woman. So it's not the pressure is not coming from the patriarchy. It's actually coming from other women. That that's just like a social norm is that if you're a certain kind of woman, yeah. then you should be drinking. It's just a thing that women face rather that, than something that is done onto them right. more than a thing that men face. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that was essentially what the essay writer was was describing. I have not experienced that, and I, I it doesn't seem that, uh, I don't know, offensive or problematic to me. But uh, So I would say no, but clearly for that woman, that was her experience, so... 1.5. We're going yeah. to give it a 1.5, Very, our lowest one yet. Yes. All right. Thank you, listeners, and please join us again in a couple of weeks.